I'm Mike Peters. I'm Dan Morfitt. And this is, is Top, Top Con- Content. Content. Hello. Right. Hello. Hello. Ooh. Would anybody like to take Prince Andrew out? I don't mean with a bullet. Oh, I was going to say. Some sort of... Uh... So I was just adjusting my microphone there. That wasn't wasn't quite right. I wasn't oh, capturing the... the uh... The essence. No, it was uh, it was pointing the wrong direction. It was pointing right. downwards. I fixed that now. To give a quality sound product to all of our loyal podcast listeners. Listener. Um, Thank you. Just before we go on, do you think Prince Andrew's uh, listening to um, his R. Kelly record collection today? <laughs> crying in a ball, rocking forward and backwards. Because I hope he is. Yeah. Well. Woo. Yeah. Start with the big guns. Yeah, I believe I can hide. I think I want Prince Andrew. I believe I can hide. Maybe Prince Andrew was the person hiding in R. Kelly's closet. Yes, there's somebody in the closet. No, he'd probably be singing a, you know a constant sort of refrain of "I'll see you when you get there." I said that wasn't him; that was Coolio, wasn't it? Sorry, that was Coolio. I, I was Coolio. That's the wrong. Oh, you daft I'm, racist! <laughs> so oh, I'm, I'm confusing my hits of '97. There, I do apologise. <laughs> Now that's what I call seventy-one. <laughs> Hi, goodie bags. I, it was it was nine. Yeah, it was uh, now thirty-seven. <laughs> that was. Uh, I'll see you when you get there. Yeah, I'll see you when you get, you there. get there. But 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 it always had but a the threat. Though. It had the threat in it. If you ever get there, whenever you get there, it's like well, uh, um, a wings got it, and b wings got it. See, we've got it. The mess all's got it. Hot and fresh the, at the prison kitchen. Kitchen, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're making, we're making some some highly tasteless jokes about something that is absolutely re- something yeah. and someone that is absolutely repugnant. So we should. Stop. He uh, assaulted Aaliyah, I think, before she hit puberty, and then uh, frauded, frauded, uh, forged documents to uh, marry her at the cusp of her being fourteen. Come yeah. on! And then yeah. she mysteriously died. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't need to add more raps to R. Kelly's um, no. rap sheet. And he was sheet at rapping. It's amazing how someone from Bury has done so well. And, and now he's going to pay the price in prison. But I Who think R- he'd like Who's that. Who's R. Kelly? R. Kelly. R. Kelly, yeah. R. Kelly, R. Ryan, and R. Bobby. I, that's the that's the tasteless jokes over and done with for this top content. <laughs> we will make no more. That's an, that's an optimistic uh, shout at this point, isn't it, to be fair? I, I just want to, uh, before we continue with uh, the usual uh, hilarities, can I just say, you bears, you bears, oh, you bears, oh, you bears. And uh, not to um, put too fine a point on it, say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Like, <laughs> make a, a little Bob Willis trophy-sized hole. Because it, it's coming home to Warwickshire as well, which well, is what it, Bob Willis would have wanted. Bold, bold Lancashire up for 78. It's just like my per, <laughs> my personal misery from last Friday. This is a five-day five game, day my game. friend. It's, it's only going to be a five-hour game at the rate we're going. I mean, it's it's just... Um, but, you so, know, the old saying is, is that not, you, you don't know what it's going to be like until both teams are batted on that wicket. We do. Yeah, we do. Look, uh, on another level, and I, I know I've been trying I'm to... I'm not talking about Dave Bowers, are we? Ice cream, you're out of your mind. Um... <laughs> No, I just wanted to, because we've been talking about cricket. I just want to do the last push. I need you to watch minor league cricket because this oh, weekend yes. it's the conference finals and then it's the final final. 
Last weekend in North Carolina, New Jersey Stallions went to go and play the Morrisville Cardinals. And they've got an yes. amazing pitch there. They've got two-tier floodlights. So they've got side lights and then they've got big, big, proper floodlights. Mm. Best of three, we beat them twice in the one day, all over. So we go to the Atlantic Conference Finals and then to the main final. The play last weekend was astonishing. It was some of the best cricket I've ever seen in my life. It was brilliant. So please watch it. And then you can say when uh, New Jersey Stallions win that you were there on the bandwagon early. Because you may as well, because Lancashire won f*** all. Yeah, do it, mate. Do it. The standard of cricket is amazing. The fact that we've got a West Indian captain now playing for us is amazing. Ravi Powell. It's glorious, man. Okay. I am well, quite busy this weekend. I'm actually funny. I'm at another cricket ground, actually, on Saturday in a professional capacity. Because it's my oh, mate. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm not... I'm, I'm going to be down back at the, but the, in the old country, down at New Road on Saturday night, because it's my mates who I play cricket with. It's for the mighty Flav. It is Silver Wedding uh, on Saturday, oh, so I'm sort of DJing. Uh, I was going to say, are you announcing as well? That'd no, be brilliant. <laughs> yes, and uh, coming up to the buffet from the uh, Diglas End. It's no, uh, so I'm doing that. So that'll be uh, that'll be quite nice. Coming from uh, the middle order, they don't often go for the salmon, but the volivants are all theirs for the taking. Oh, nice. In the, in the nice. tourist trap that is Worcester, where we've had to pay 105 quid to stay at a travel lodge in the Worcester city centre. Absolute scandal. Not to be the bearer of bad news, how the F are you going to get down there? We'll drive. With what? What do you mean? Oh, oh, oh yes. Piece and well, paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the end times. I mean, I should point out that currently in this house, two members of the household have COVID. Oh, get two, off. Really? Two of, the chil- two of the children have COVID. Oh, but, um, yeah, but COVID with kids is fine, says Boris. It's it's actually yeah. part of their their growing up. So the, the, yeah, so they're a bit ill uh, last middle of last week. Two of them, the eldest and the youngest, and we thought it was just kids were just picking up something from school. It happens since time immemorial. But uh, on Sunday, the eldest one says, "No, can he brought home a load of tests from school?" Funnily enough, a load of LFTs. She said, "Can you test me?" Oh, all right. So tested him. Up oh, positive. Then test everybody else. I'm negative. Becky's negative because we were absolutely panicking because yesterday, bizarre as it's going to sound, we live streamed a funeral. Um, if that isn't, isn't a contradiction in terms, but we did. So we're like, hang on, something like we're all doing LFTs and we're like, hang right, on, hang just on. tell us what was what was the reason of passing. I don't know. I don't. Please know. say it was old age. I have no. Should I you even should no you idea. even be going to those events because shouldn't you be isolating as well? No, because you're in a household with COVID. No, I've checked. No, you you are you are allowed to go out. Uh, checking or not, surely the moral the moral thing to do should be you bed down, you dig in. Surely, well, uh, this or, is a, or have or have morals disappeared in Johnson's Britain? The point is, it's like the two of us looked at each other. Went, we're self employed. We've just got ourselves back into a position where now, if we if we tested positive, obviously we would have just you know hunkered down and, and not done it. But we're double jabbed. We're left it. We took we took tests. We were negative. Yeah, but you can, you can still carry it. You can still spread it. You yeah, might I know, but, they, but they're not the rules. They're not the rules. And I, we, we are, you know, we're sticklers for these things. So Yeah, I know, could, but there's and, no and, point in having a moral core if you don't bring in your own rules. You could go to New Road and mm-hmm. pass on COVID to people, even though you're double vaccinated oh. and not showing positive. Well, there's a, hang on. There's a, there's an extra bit to this, an extra element to this story that, uh, that on Sunday night, as we've all tested, uh, having having mum and dad staying for Saturday Sunday while we went to the match the match on Saturday, where I had my first use of an e scooter. More of which later, and then 
My mum helpfully took us up to the uh, Terminator Old Trafford to go and watch Cortinas on Saturday night. We've been in a, <laughs> in a stadium of 50-odd thousand people on Saturday. And then on the tram, back to Altrincham. Um, are, are people wearing masks? No. no. Why not? We're all wearing masks here. When, no. when we get on the path or the subway... I went to, I went to, we're all I wearing went to masks. the supermarket this morning and I did wear a mask in the supermarket. I wear a mask when I go to church. When we were in the in the ground in the stadium on Saturday, well, the second stadium I was in on Saturday, the first one, Goodison, no one had a mask on. At Old Trafford, I did, and no, I didn't have a mask on, but we were socially distanced from everybody when we were stood because we stood up on the top deck of the uh, C stand because we could get Wi-Fi, and we were socially distanced, and it was better than you know being down in the pit, you know, where there'll be enormous quantities of urine being chucked around. Yeah. So at this point, but it's like, well, Sunday night we were kind of like, well, what do we do? Because it, we were thinking, right, hang on a minute, what do we do? We can't, these people are relatives who've not been able to get here at this funeral because of COVID. They live in Australia. That's why we're doing it. There's no way that they have a contingency in place for us to disappear on Sunday night. Had we tested positive, we would not have gone. I absolutely 100% guarantee that. So we went and we and we, and we did it. But until in terms of the fuel thing, we... We stopped on the way back from said funeral to get some lunch, and we saw on the window of the of the garage that they are limiting people to thirty pounds worth of fuel. At the what minute. in weights? That's not bad. <laughs> so yeah, but the other bit is that this, um, as we've done all these tests, sorry, was is that my brother's got COVID as well. And he's a teacher. And he's having to... He's now... I texted him this morning. He's a teacher. Um, he's had his PCR confirmed. Yeah, he's a teacher. And he's double-jabbed as well. And he got his PCR back here. So he immediately, very responsibly, because he played cricket on Sunday, did his LFT Sunday night in preparation for school, which he has to do. Discovered that he had COVID. He's texted everybody, you know, pinged them all, let everybody know that he's had it and he played. And then he's uh, now, he's now, he's now self-isolating from his wife and three children in his father-in-law's house. Father-in-law, at the minute, is in hospital. Nothing to do with COVID. So it's absolute bedlam. Oh, man, what the chuff is going on with the United Kingdom? I really wanted to come on to Top Content today and be quite stoic about everything and say Mm. things are bad at the moment, but things are only bad because we're accepting them as bad. We do have the power to change. We have the power to make things better. We do have the power to help each other out. Uh, save the planet we're living at the zenith of our civilization life Mm. has never been better yes we're living through a pandemic but all the other medical advances are saving us every single day we're connected right now over thousands of miles via copper cable we're we're living the zenith of our time and then you tell me you've got covid but you're still going out to work and there's no fuel in the pumps i'm thinking the uk is screwed I, d- I don't have COVID. No, I don't have COVID. You don't and have I, COVID, but there's two people in your house that have COVID. Do. Yes, yes, yes. And breakthrough positive COVID tests are mm. happening. Double mm. jabbed or not, people are getting COVID still. Yeah. We still don't know the long-term implications of this. And you're fine with going, I don't under... What the f***'s going on? I'm not... I'm really? not under, 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 in an ideal world, I would turn around and say... And I, and I would argue that um, that you know that life is as good as it has ever been. You know, we're, we, because uh, Lancashire missed out on the county championship because Somerset can't hold a bat, and we've been bowled up for seventy eight by Warwickshire again this morning just to add to the pain. So, you know, I would argue that that life is as good as it's ever been. But the simple fact of it is, 
call me selfish if you want, and I, I fully accept that maybe I am being, but it's like I've spent 18 months out of work. Do you know what? I, and I applied for the final grant yesterday for the self-employment grant. And it, fi- it was the first time I'd actually calculated how much money I'd not earned during the pandemic. And I had lost 90% of my income went up in smoke like that. So now in a position where actually we're trying to get back and we've been told we have to live with this, we have to get on with it, we've got to live with it. Therefore, we stuck to the rules. I checked them. I went on the NHS website. In an ideal world, if I could say, yeah, I can afford to lose all that money, we would have just stayed at home for the weekend and, as you said, hunkered down. The simple fact of it is I can't. It's that It's that simple. Otherwise, can't buy food, pay the bills, you, can't no, do anything. You, you can't buy food anyway because there's a carbon dioxide shortage and there's no but, XGV drivers. You can't buy fuel for your car. You can't buy heating for your house. I appreciate that, but we can't take the contrary or aggressive position against Boris's government if you say, well, I'm keeping by the rules. As we know by this Tory administration, there are no rules. You can do whatever the frig you like and just go, oh, well, I'm I'm a father, or I I just instinct. It's, I'm, I'm incredulous that we don't have a mask mandate here in New Jersey or New York or Connecticut, but people are wearing masks virtually everywhere. Mm. We we wear them on the subway, we wear them on the path. When shops say, can you wear a mask? You don't comply, because comply sounds quite intense. We we gladly accept. I got my flu jab as well on Saturday because flu's going to be an absolute bug this winter. Mm. And in the UK, uh, there's, there's a reason why we, we kicked... All of these brilliant foreign nationals out because that was the will of Brexit. And now nobody can get anything. No. And then, oh, we're going to allow you, not give you, allow you three months. Yeah, uh, some Romanian lad is really wants to come to a country where he's not wanted to yeah. drive around trucks for people who are completely ungrateful. You may as well, oh, I don't know why people aren't angrier. You've got the Labour Party conference happening and they're... Scum. Sorry. That was my Angela Rayner impression. Sorry. Scum. They're pissing in the wind. People would rather have the Tories because they know the Tories are evil, but they don't hide it. They would rather have the Tories F their lives up constantly for the last half century than some do-gooding liberals who are 90% of the way there but then fall at the last hurdle like Kate Hoey and people like that. What is wrong? And you've got the monarch of the nation shielding her second son from American authorities. Frig me. Why aren't people... If you're not wearing masks, why aren't people on the streets in London? And just... I know they're on the M25. Um, Why aren't they in London just tearing the place down? No wonder Scotland wants away. Man alive. And then thousands and thousands go to the Cortinas. Amazing. <laughs> Without masks. And yeah. Wear a mask. You can get fashionable ones. Oh, God. It's never going to end. There's no point in saying, let's live with COVID. It's never going to COVID-19 forever. Pull yourself together. <laughs> oh, they didn't, did they? No, they, no, didn't. they didn't. Oh, no, God, no, they, they resisted didn't. that. Well done, They Liam. did, yeah. Well, I, I couldn't tell because I was singing. So I, I, don't, I think he did, to be fair. Uh, I think the, the, there was a, a lot of singing, but he didn't. He didn't do that. Oh gosh! Johnny Marr did a number of Smiths covers. That was excellent. Did he? 
Rick did he do Astley How Soon Is Now? Yeah, they did How Soon Is Now, Big Mouth Strikes Again. Oh, wow. Uh, this Charming Man, and then finished with There Was a Light That Never Goes Out. That's telling. And who else was on the bill? Blossoms. Uh, Bl- Blossoms, who we didn't see. I've missed them again because they were on at six what? o'clock. And owing, owing to quite spectacular... Well, unfortunately, put, there was a dreadful accident on the M62 between Warrington Gemini and Rainhill on Friday night, which meant that it took us an hour and 20 minutes to get from Warrington to From Warrington to, to Old Trafford? No, from Warrington to Goodison. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes so sense. So because... because And then it, the, the grand plan was, was that... We left early to park up close because we couldn't get a parking pass at our friend's house because he hasn't got he didn't have one spare. I'll drop the folks off. I'll go and park the car somewhere close that we can get away quickly so that I can then pick them up to drive back to Warrington to pick up the missus to then head over to Manchester. Foolproof plan until we so we left Warrington at ten past one. We got to uh, I parked up at twenty five just after the half past two, two miles from Goodison. Managed to get in three minutes to three. And then on the way back, because I'd parked so bloody far away, I was like, right. So I thought, oh, hang on. There's an idea here. So I walked past a few e-scooters. I thought, ooh, now maybe this is the oh time. Oh, my God. So on the so I set, tried to set the app up, did it on the way there, and then ended up on the way back um, doing the last half of the journey on an e-scooter. So you did a mile on an e-scooter. How much was that? Uh, about, about, I think I spent about eight. Well, you slightly spent longer eight than I quid to no, 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 no. It was about eight minutes. So it was about, what, about two pounds, I think? That's reasonable. About two pound for the first pound, and then twenty p a minute. So whatever that is. Wow. So, but what's quite funny is you can't. I realise because I'm thinking I keep seeing these e-scooters just dotted everywhere around the city. You can't just leave them. So when I got to the car, I thought to myself, "Oh, there's an e-scooter park. No, I'll keep going to the thing, and I'll just dump it next to the car." But you can't just leave them anywhere. You have to take them back to an e-scooter park. So I haven't got there. I then had to start it up again. So it probably cost me about another forty p to go back to where I'd started, put the e-scooter down. You have to then take a photo of it to show that you've put where it is and then walk back to the car. But it's quite good fun. Our friend Howard had to get an e-scooter in Milton Keynes the other night. He's a, he's a new dad. Did he? And he went out on the lash and there were no taxis and there were no buses home and he lives just outside of MK. And he got an e-scooter and he regaled us with his story afterwards. Yeah, he stacked it and <laughs> he... He then wondered why all of his clothes were full of mud. Uh, so <laughs> we've got them over here, but I will not go on them because I think a grown adult looks like a dick on them. Oh, I'm sure I did. I don't think there's any question about that. But um, and the other, I stayed on the pavement and they do have bells on them, the ones in Liverpool. So, so But I realised that wasn't quite as effective as, excuse me, powerful tombra I have. As people were pulling away from the match, and I stayed on the thing, but of course, occasionally I'd get to the end of the road and I'd go down, and then I'd be trying to get up, and I'd press the go button, and my feet would just go. Whoa! So I managed to, but it, it, I thought, yeah, you probably do need to wear a helmet with these. They advise you to do that, but most people I've seen don't. But it was quite, quite fun. Man alive! It's, yeah, I'm, I'm just, oh, wow. So I don't think I was going that quickly, to be fair, because I probably could have got there an awful lot quicker, but I just didn't feel comfortable flying away it'll do up to about 25 miles an hour but I don't really feel comfortable doing that the UK is gripped by a fuel crisis there's grown adults on e-scooters yeah and and a never-ending pandemic is happening with what seems to be a totalitarian government you better be careful because Biden might invade soon (laughs) we might try and come do a regime change that might happen because he can't sort out things here to be honest (laughs) it's (laughs) 
I really want aliens to come down now. If aliens exist, now is the time to come down. Because if you just offer us maybe a nice porcelain dinner service and a chance to change our lives, you'll be accepted. It could even be Scientology's weird, dreadlocked, nasally aliens. Just come back. We'll accept you. If you have to make cats your emissaries, I don't care. Come on down. The price is right. Well, they might already be here because we've got two emissaries in, in the house already. So, and a third one that we'll keep wanting to get in. So maybe he's trying to tell us something. The third cat that keeps trying to get in the house. Uh, that's entirely possible um, that they could already have already be here. Oh, do you know that we've got a third pet? Oh no, go on. We we call him uh, Gizmo, and he's a squirrel. Right. And it was feeding out of our hand on Sunday. Oh wow! Okay. And the 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 cats, the girls were chasing. Uh, said squirrel around our back garden, but we were feeding it whole hazelnuts. We thought please, we'd kill Please them. don't say squirrel. Squirrel. I don't understand why Americans can't say the word fucking squirrel. I love Americans. I think they can say both. Squ- no, they don't, though. Or, they say or squirrel. Craig. Or Craig. Cra- can't Craig. Say. Craig, yeah. Graham. Yeah. Graham. Can uh, I have a Graham of Coke? No, but you can have a Graham. What? Yeah. What? What? Everybody thinks my name is Don. It's like, no, I'm Dan. Don. Dan, D-A-N, Dan. Elocution for the insane, yeah. Uh, do you remember Mad Men with Dan Draper? Yeah, Dan Draper, idiots. yeah. And that great old uh, great old computer game on the ZX Spectrum, Don Dare. And uh, yeah. our former uh, president, Donald Trump. Yeah. Don Quayle, Dan Estelle. <laughs> Lovely boy. Oh, all the cultural touchstones there. <laughs> A lovely boy. Ticked off. Thank you. Yep. Um, lovely boy. Lovely boy. Lovely boy. His um, autobiography is supposed to be the greatest book of all time. Who's? Don Estelle's? Don Estelle's, yeah. It's supposed to be the greatest. It shits on Shakespeare. It's supposed it? to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be epic. Is that oh, on Shakespeare is a, a new um, E4 show, isn't it? I think coming soon, <laughs> I think. To fill, to fill the void of Married at First Sight. <laughs> Married yeah. at First Sight is a void. I've watched it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a void. Yeah, 12, 12 single ladies with a lack of clothing live in one house and defecate into the mouths of A-level students who are reading <laughs> uh, the sonnets. And uh, some people get rhyming couplets. <laughs> oh, do you know what I watched last? Right. So we watched, we watched Married at First Sight late on. You can. And then flip back on BBC One. I think I've been watching the news before we watched it. So The Celebrity Apprentice Australia was on. Who's the who's the master then in the Australian Apprentice? Is it Kerry Packer's ghost? No, it's Lord Bloody Sugar, isn't it? In Australia, yes. What did they have? Word processors and satellite systems in the eighties as well. From him. Well, so he was over there. Hello, Lord Sugar. And it's 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 very Devil Wears Prada at times. I have to say. I mean, I say Celebrity Apprentice. Obviously, not being familiar with all of the Australian celebrities, there was nobody from Neighbours or Home and Away, which is disappointing. There was, was a radio presenter. There was Tim Tam, obviously. No, um, Tim Tam. Yeah, um, Ross Noble was in it. Oh, bless him. Somebody so who's the, the, who's the who's the radio presenter? Is it Whipper. Christian O'Connell? No, Whipper from Nova. Who's, who's Whipper? Fitian Whipper from Nova oh, in God, Sydney. Jesus. Is, are, are there any people of colour in it? Because we all know that Australia is um, uniquely racist in a world of change. See, the um, fact that you're having to think of No. That, yeah, no. of course there isn't. No. There's, there's no there's, people there's, of colour in there's Australia. There's somebody that was in Married at First Sight. 
the last Brilliant. one, who was an absolute, she was a cow in that, and she's a cow in this. At least she's staying true to her type. So she's down as married at first sight, MAFS slash beauty influencer. Okay. And she uttered the phrase, and I, I'm not making this up at all. I make my living from selfies. And I thought, that's it. There we go. So what and did they have to do on Celebrity Apprentice Australia? Did they have to uh, put eye holes oh. in, in buckets so Ned Kelly could wear it? Or what? Yeah. The other, oh, the other people that were in it that I'd heard of were the Veronicas. The band. The Veronicas? The band, yeah. yeah. Who, had, who had Untouched, which had a great intro, but wasn't all right. It was apart from that. Um, was yeah, it, they was, were in uh, it. Was Natalie Bathingthwaite in it? There was nobody from Neighbours or Home and Away in it, which was disappointing. Mm. Or Shortland Street, or Sons and Daughters, or The Young Doctors. Although Shortland Street obviously is in New Zealand, yeah, for anybody corrects yeah. me. What's, so, what's the remake of oh, Prisoner Cell Block 8? Wentworth. Was anybody in it from Wentworth? No, Prince Andrew was not in it, no. Was or R. Kelly. Anybody from the AFL in it? Surprisingly not. No, I thought there would have been somebody from, from the Aussie Rules who... Was was one of the Burgess brothers in it? No, it's so shockingly not. No. Which is a bit, the, the celebrity pool in Australia, by the sounds of it, is very, very small. There, well, there was, two, there was two influencers in there. One male model, one woman who's a fashion designer and wore a fantastic headscarf. And there was one who was an artist, one who was an interior designer. Oh, yeah, one who won Australia's Ninja Warrior. That was good. So see, yeah, that see was... they're fine with ninjas, but aborigines they can get fucked in Australia, sadly. Yeah. So yeah, and what they had to do was only we only caught about the last 10, 15 minutes of it. They were doing like making art pieces to sell at a, a, a cha- an auction for a charity auction for their respective charities. That's not a celebrity apprentice thing. That's just that's so like make, a they... sports relief kind of. Yeah. So they had effort. to make so so the Veronicas turned up having basically put sticky dots on a guitar and then they managed to flog that for $50,000. Was the exchange rate? I don't know. Then they, what else did they sell? They sold a a cast, a plaster cast of Whipper's torso to make, you know, look like an average bloke. And amazingly, they even that only won 15000 Oh yeah, no, the Veronica's guitar went for $60,000. Sorry, not 50000 The Cast of, for the clar- uh, clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a point. But despite the fact that uh, whatever the other ones sold, which I think was a, some sort of piece of artwork, went for 15000 they still, when the silent auction, the private bit of the auction had gone, when because they, they obviously didn't want to show the whole thing because it's not good telly, is it? When stop they the actually, that, Whippers, Whippers team actually won, and therefore then, there was, of course, there was the, uh, thank you, Lord Sugar, yes, Lord Sugar, da 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 with a, a, a secretary, not like, you know, the one that we have here. Lord Sugar, we'll see you now. No, a woman that just strode in, didn't speak, and just looked like Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada. She strutted around the place. And the whole thing was done in a gla- basically in, a, in an enlarged version of Ch- The Great Glass Elevator from Willy Wonka. It was an enormous kind of glass box office. And as a brilliant twist, they'd embedded... Because um, Lord Sugar's quote was, I've just, I've just smacked my iPad there. Uh, Lord Sugar's had embedded, because basically I don't bloody know any of you, it put a person on each team so they could basically tell him what to do. And then he came up with all these producer written jokes and twas ever thus. Ross Noble lives, by the way. He's still in it, so he's all right for next week. I saw Ross Noble in LA before the lockdown all happened. Yeah. And I think it was his first ever gig in Los Angeles. And there were about 30 of us in the room in quite a, a decent 
size theatre in LA. He was magnificent. He is magnificent. But, but Becky nobody knew who went, the F he was. No, Becky turned around to me and said, I've never found him fun. I'm like, I think he's, he's a genius. He's an absolute he, he's, genius. I've seen yeah, him, I think I've seen him twice and I have loved it every single time. It's exactly in my wheelhouse of just the, the random flights of fancy. But I, I I'm Ross amazed. Nagel because he doesn't have a set. He just comes on and riffs. He and just comes on and riffs. Yeah. And it's yeah. an amazing skill. So if I, I think we saw him and, and the whole show was broadcast in, around cinemas in the UK. So we were in Liverpool. And one of our erstwhile top content listeners, hello, Catherine, was in, I think, the cinema in Worcester watching it, the same show that we travelled up oh, to. Oh, that's Liverpool. nice. Yeah, this, I mean, this is about 15 years ago. This is a long time oh. ago. Um, um, on on watching Australian Comedians Live, I watched uh, James, James Jeffries, uh, Jim Jeffries on Jim Friday Jeffries. night live in uh, New York. He played at the Beacon, which is the theatre that all of George Carlin's stand-up specials have been filmed in. Yeah, from like the mid nineties, and he was he was very good. But there, everybody's vaccine card was checked. Everybody had to wear masks. It was beautiful. Well, beautiful. It, interestingly, Liverpool have turned round. Uh, Liverpool FC have turned around and said they are going to be in spot checks on fans and staff for the Man City game on Sunday. That you've got. To, I don't know quite know how this is going to work because I haven't actually read up on it at all. But presumably, you've got to have your COVID passport with you, which I had taken. The, at the Cortinas, they said you had to have your COVID passport with you. I took mine. At Goodison Park, they've said you had to have your COVID passport with you. I take mine to show that I have had my double jab. Mm. And at no point has anybody asked to see it. Mm. But it could happen. And you've got it on you. I've got it on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm getting my booster. Are you? Yeah. You're finally going to be able to see over the dashboard, are you? <laughs> I can see! I can see! <laughs> No, um, I can see the New Jersey fire fire department coming my way. I can see that squirrel. Squirrel. Um, the wife has got hers booked, and she's in the at risk category. So I've got then mine about four weeks later because they're doing it six months from your last jab. Yeah. So we're going to be vaccinated. Yeah, it is. I mean, you describe you know the at risk category. I think actually it makes made me realise actually we are now. All in one giant, massive game of run the risk. That's essentially what's happening with Peter Simon, Shane Ritchie, uh, or whoever hosted it that week. Did Dave John Benson Eccleston. Phillips do it for a bit? No, it was um, uh, no, it was mainly Shane Ritchie and John, a guy called John Eccleston, did it. Who I think is now like a key like voiceover artist. He used to be on the he used to be on the Disney Club, and he did it. I think the first series. But Peter Simon, you know, basically, well, we've got to kind of negotiate things and we're guaranteed to slip up. Or in Peter Simon's case, he has to slip up. It's contractually mm. obliged. Bridlington's he, greatest ever entertainer, by the way, Peter Simon. Peter Simon, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that's what we're in. We're, we're, we're trying to get around the rotating, you know, stage of doom without falling as gunge, gunk and effluence flies in our general direction. You know, in a metaphorical sense. It was, um, it was Funhouse with liquid. Yeah, and without the twins. And without Gary King. And without, um, well, without questionable hair, really. But And without the Grand, the Fawn House Grand Prix, which is always excellent, I found. Everybody wanted point. to do that. I don't Everybody understand why the they House never Grand franchised it. No. Because if you yeah. could do a Fun House instead of a soft play or a jungle gym or whatever they call them now, that would have been... And then at the end, have two twins. I should I should have, yeah, in my... In my 
previous employment, I should have, given that there's an indoor karting centre about less than five minutes' drive from me, slightly longer in a cart, obviously, mm. I should have got the erstwhile Pat Sharp to come and we could have reenacted it. We could have had the Funhouse Grand Prix. Oh, on, the on indoor karting, karting centre. If you, if you need a good cathartic cry on, Always. on, the, Netf- on the Netflix, there's a on very the good documentary about Schumacher. It's very oh, long. I've heard about this. Yes, I've not. Very yeah. long, and it just breaks you. It breaks you because they cover everything in it. They cover the whole him fighting with Senna, and then yeah, it's you watch it and you just go, this man, who is the greatest of all time, better than Senna, better than Prost, better than Hamilton. Apologies, the the greatest of all time. And the fact that he he's probably taking part in the most dangerous sport on the planet. Yeah. And he does that skiing. And you just think, Christ, what a waste. So, um, yeah, watch and, that. And, he, and, and also, he was great as the Stig. <laughs> Schumacher was never the Stig. Well, well I... I <laughs> No, it are wasn't, you are you but, breaking something that nobody else has known? Though? No, 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 no. Well, do you remember that, that episode of Top Gear where he was brought out and he, they basically they got him in because he he was the only person that was allowed to drive that incredibly fu- ludicrous Ferrari. It was oh, the yeah. Ferrari FXX. Yeah, and they said the stick's taken out and it broke the lap record at um, Dunsfold. And then he came in and they said, "Oh, the stick's going to reveal his, his true identity." And it turned out it, might, it was Michael Schumacher. And my partner at the time <laughs> turned around to me and said. Was it actually him? Is he actually the Stig? And I went, no. No. Was that when it was Perry still? No, I think it was Ben Collins then. Ben Collins. And I'm like, no, of course it's not Michael Schumacher. Of course he's not the Stig. It's just a setup. And he was extremely funny with his, the interview that he did with that. I, I always enjoy that. Because you it's know it's not him because he takes off his... When he when he removes his helmet, if you, can, if you find that footage on YouTube, when, if, when he removes his helmet, he winks at Jeremy Clarkson, who's a very knowing and sort of, um, yeah... I've I've always had a thing for Teutonic drivers. Him and Seb Vettel, a class above everybody else. Well, when they, Vettel came on Top Gear, funny he, Germans. Yeah, well, Vettel came on Top Gear exactly that, and he talked about Monty Python. Mm. And I, and Fonty I, Towers, I, I think. I used to have a severe dislike of Lewis Hamilton mainly because of the mid-Atlantic accent and the fact he lives in Switzerland or Monaco, depending on which way the tax laws. The tax goes, yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for listening to Top Content. You can listen to more old but gold episodes at podfollow.com slash topcontentspod. And if that doesn't bring you your fill of our nonsense, then go and find us on social media because there's more tat on there. At Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. As ever, Top Content has been a Top Content production. Dot com. Dot com.